Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to 10 minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet. We're talking to them about their credibility. <laughs> Look forward to this. I am certainly looking forward to talking with Bob Britton. He is the founder and president of Sales Enablement Sherpas. He builds and leads teams which focus on sales optimization, cross-functional knowledge management, systems integration, organizational development, leadership development, coaching, performance, improvement, and paradigm alignment. Bob, how'd I do? That was a lot of multi-syllable words. <laughs> Tongue twisters, I know. <laughs> hey, well, welcome. Thanks. Appreciate it, Mitchell. Hey, so what's your customer point of pain? What's your CPOP? Uh, well, I help companies and people that are having trouble meeting their top-line revenue, uh, revenue targets, I guess is the best way to put it. So, you know, like many, many companies who just don't hit sales. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is just about everyone out there, right? <laughs> Quite a few. So tell me a little bit more. What does that mean? Okay. So what I do is I help companies establish a sales enablement function within their organization. And uh, the interesting thing about sales enablement is you ask 10 different companies what that is, you get 13 different answers, right? Because they're all defining it based upon what the alligator is as closest to climbing in over the side of the boat right now, whatever their problem du jour is. But uh, when I explain sales enablement to people, here's how I explain it. We've all seen these eight person rowing skulls that they use in the Olympics and at universities and the rivers and things. Uh-huh. Well, picture that, that racing skull as the sales organization and picture each one of the people that's in there, each one of the crew members with, a, with an, an oar in their hand as some disparate function within that organization. Could be the C-suite, marketing, L&D, facilities, legal, procurement, you got it, whatever it is. Every one of them is trying to help enable the sales organization, but they're putting all those oars in the, in the water at different times. And so they're getting their oars crossed and they're not all pulling in the same stroke and everything. And so they wind up either doing circles in the water or they just stand still. But at I, the, go I, ahead. I, I, I was going to stop you right there, Bob. That is like by far the best definition of sales enablement I have ever heard. No, thank you. <laughs> but, the, but, but, but here's the thing. I haven't even gotten to the sales enablement part. At the back of that boat no, it's is you. who? It's like, it's like the person who's like. <laughs> yeah. At the back of that boat is who? It's the coxswain, right? 
And so that coxswain well, is at least calling you said out that. the I rhythm. I couldn't say that word properly. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be in the navy, so I got it down pretty well. So that coxswain is the person that's actually calling out the rhythm. It's the one that's making sure all the oars are going in the water at the same time, making sure everybody's trained properly. They're watching left and right, making sure that they're going in the same direction at the you know, at the right speed, and they're keeping their eye on the target on the end line. That is what sales enablement is. It's a coordinating function in the organization that takes those disparate functions and makes them function together. Beautiful. That's what we Absolutely do. beautiful. So what gives you the credibility to do that? Oh, gosh. Um, I have been in L&D sales leadership positions for almost 30 years. Uh, I have uh, led sales teams. I have carried a bag. Uh, I have done sales enablement for Fortune 500 companies, uh, actually Fortune 50 companies, Dell, uh, NTT Data. Uh, and all the time, it's just a focus on the, on the people and how do we get the people's performance to improve. Uh, just about everything in life that I've ever done has been about that. And so that's you know, my credibility, if you will, is kind of the, kind of the school of hard knocks, if you will, but uh, tons of experience in the field actually doing this. And so given, given that how in today's world, how do you get your brand out there? How do you get people to see that, that credibility, which is you? Oh, sure. Uh, in various ways. I mean, it, what I'm doing right now with you, for example, uh, I, I'll do videos with people. I just did, did you know, I do various videos. Um, I blog a lot. So you'll find my work out there on LinkedIn. Uh, I speak locally uh, and internationally for that matter. I do, I do some speaking engagements. So the usual ways that people get their, get their voice out there. I, I like it. What else? I, when you talk to your companies that you work with, what other things might you suggest to them for, you know, for sale? Obviously, sales enablement, get it all together. But sometimes they say, how do I get my voice out there? What else do you recommend? Uh, how do other people looking at to do what I do? No, how, how would it, let's say you're doing a, a sales, you're doing a job with one of your clients and you ask you, they, they go to you and say, Hey, listen, we just need to get more leads. We need to get our brand out there. We need to do more. What are other things that people do to, to get their brand out there to, to, to share their credibility? Sure. So uh, a lot of it starts with marketing, of course, you know, so, you know, it's interesting since the, since about the year 2000 or so when the internet came along, um, you know, and everybody now has access to, to marketing and, and all the information that's going through the internet, right? Uh, the first three or four marketers are the ones that actually set the tone and the mind frame of the buyer. It's not the seller anymore that's actually setting that tone. It's the marketers, right? And so by the time a seller actually gets to, for example, a person that they're trying to sell to, that person is already well down the path of understanding what their problem is and already solutioning. And so it used to be before the internet came along that you know, the person, the, the client might have been at status quo and what the seller needed to do is get that rock moving. Well, nowadays they're trying to get a rock that's already in motion because they already know where they're going. They already have an idea of what they want. And that's an entirely different way of actually interacting with your customer, entirely different. And yet so many organizations still try to, still try to act in the way that, uh, way that they did prior to 2000 or even in the early 2000s. It's changed and it continues to change. It becomes more and more complex. And the days of the Renaissance seller where the one person could do it all, gone. They're, it's just gone. You know, and so uh, no one person can do it on their own anymore. They need the help of everyone, but everyone 
if they help in a random fashion, just doesn't work. I, uh, by the way, I needed that. <laughs> so thank you for sharing. It was sure. elegantly done. So listen, if, if you're in a company today, whether you're running sales or the CEO, which basically means you're running sales and you're not hitting goals, you're not, hit, you're not achieving targets, you feel like there's something wrong, but you can't put your fingers on it. You should reach out to Bob Britton. Bob, how do people best reach out to you? Uh, it's very easy. Just go to sesherpas.com. And from there, you'll find all the contact information you need. Beautiful. Bob, thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Mitchell. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. And thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Uh, please click the like button, share, uh, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about their credibility. And Steve Rosenbaum is no exception. Uh, he is known as the original follow-up specialist. He helps prevent lost opportunities and maximize revenue per customer for businesses serious about growing sales quickly. Steve, welcome. Mitchell, how are you? And thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm smiling. I'm smiling and having fun. Hey, what is your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Well, every business that I know and every professional that I know, they're missing opportunities. Sales falling through the cracks and it's keeping them up at night. And they want to follow up flawlessly. Isn't that right? It is absolutely true. The the, the interesting part is if, for me, what I often see is somebody, if I, I talk to somebody and say, yes, let's go, and then they actually follow through, I'm like, great, client, client closed. But then if they don't follow through, is my team good enough at following through with them? And, and apparently that's what you do. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, what I do is I'm a process expert. I've been in sales and marketing my entire career, going back to uh, the, the mid-80s when I got out of college. And I got into sales and marketing. And uh, uh, I quickly learned from an experience when I was um, it, when I was in a position when um, I had no right to make a sale. All right, just had no right. I was at the wrong time, wrong place, wrong time, everything wrong until that changed like that. Literally, I was in a buyer's office. I sold luggage. She told me no, she couldn't buy from me. She even told me, "Don't even come here." Because I've got a program with your major competitor, but I still drove six hours and, and, and went to meet her anyways, because I was brand new in the job. While I was sitting there, the phone rang. My competitor that had the program called to say, uh, I got bad news. The luggage that you need for the ad is caught up in customs. You're not going to have any luggage for your ad next weekend. And the buyer turns to me and says, do you have about $75,000 worth of luggage you can sell me? And literally, this was my first week on the job. So- wow. Um, my, my, my company thought I was the greatest salesman in the world. I thought I was the greatest salesman in the world. The next few years, I figured out that I wasn't as great a salesman as I thought I was. And I went back and figured out I was at the right place at the right time with the right message and, and had somebody who was ready, willing, and able to buy from me. But I was lucky. I was only, it was only because of luck. That that oh, I, I got you. But, but I'm, what I'm trying to get to, so I, I like it. So right place, right time, right message. But do you work with clients on helping do the follow-up? Do you, is do. That the, you put the processes in place to help them be 
at the right place at the right time with the right message. Bingo. That's it. And so that's what I tried to figure out is, okay, how can I, how can I make this happen more often without relying on luck? Right. And so I, I figured out these follow-up processes and, um, and literally that's what I've been doing my entire corporate career for, you know, two plus decades until I, I got liberated uh, about 10 years, I got fired. Um, and, uh, and so I went into business for myself and I started talking to business owners and found out, you know what? None of them think they follow. No, they all know. They, they do a lousy job on follow-up. And when, when I told them that, you know, at first I told them I was a marketing consultant like everybody else and they weren't interested. And then, then when they heard that, I said, look, I'm, I'm really, I focus on the back end. I focus on the follow-up. You can call me a back end specialist, which earned me that name of the back end specialist. You don't want to Google it. Yeah, yeah, you'll, exactly. you'll find me. Exactly. But anyways, <laughs> um, but because of that, and I wrote a book called the back end blueprint. Uh, I, I, people started calling me saying, Hey, you know what? We're, we're terrible with our follow-up. Can you help us? Nice. So that's how I got into that. So I, I think I got you, you were in that story. You were explaining how do you have credibility to do what you do, but add a little bit more to that. So I, I flavor that a little bit more for us. Well, sure. So um, I embraced technology early on and, and, and I started using technology to, improve my performance, and more importantly, get feedback that I could act upon, all right? And I could automate my follow-up. So if I met somebody today, I could make sure that I got a message out to them today. I knew how to follow up with them today and follow up with them tomorrow, next week, even next month, next year, even indefinitely. And what I found out through the, the process was some people were ready, willing, and able to buy right now. And if I followed up with them properly, they'd raise their hand to say, yeah, I'm ready. And if not, then I could follow up with them and I could automate this process. So it didn't really take anything more out of me and it could continue, continually build. And then I had people following up with me even a year later saying, Steve, you know what? Now that I've seen how you follow up, I know that if you do this for my company, I'm going to sell more of my products. Nice. Beautiful. So I think that's one way uh, that you actually spread your word. I mean, in terms of sharing your credibility is to actually act it, live it, do it. So for those, are, those are people that you actually meet will actually experience you. How do other people, how do you share your brand out there? How do you, how do people get to see you? Well, I teach people literally all over the world. I've got, I've got courses uh, that I self publish and I sell myself. I've got courses of places like Udemy I literally have people that, that, that I have taught these methods to in 151 different countries around the world. Nice. So, okay. So it's teaching, it's Udemy, uh, social media, I assume. What else sure. do you do? Sure. Email marketing, quite a bit of email marketing. I produce products that I sell. These products are teaching people different methods of following uh, a follow-up. Got it. And I think that's what in today's world, what you're, what you're describing is, is how every entrepreneur should be acting, uh, serve a client, do the business, productize it, sell it, you make a little money while you're sleeping. And by the way, you pick up more clients. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that too, because, uh, um, you know, when that happened to me, when I got fired and I was scared because I'm a baby boomer, I'm the last year of the baby boomers. That's why my office looks this way. I'm very passionate about helping people. I'm going to take a guess that you're probably close to my, my genre here. Um, you know, so many people I meet that they're corporate cast-offs like I am. 
And people tell me, I got, I got fired uh, for somebody half my age and half my wage. And I run into that all the time. And they're trying to figure out what to do. Well, see, there are businesses all over the world that need help with their follow-up. I can't reach them all. So what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm building an army by teaching people how they can go out and help those businesses. So I'm accomplishing two things. I'm helping those businesses, but I'm also helping create opportunities for people that are, are, that are needing to figure out what their second act is. So I also uh, talk a lot about what I call second act success. Got it. So if you're, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this and your corporation, you recognize that you don't have the follow through and need that you don't have the type of business coming in that you really think you should, and you're doing all the right stuff, but you're not closing as much. There are many different reasons. One is follow through. If that's the case, you want to reach out to Steve Rosenbaum. Steve, how best do people reach out to you? Well, my website is steverosenbaum.com. And if you want to see some, some more information about what I do, some videos, some, some great case studies, add the letters S-H-A-W-E to the end of that, steverosenbaum.com slash Shaw. And, uh, and, and you'll see all sorts of case studies and videos and, and, and a link to how to connect with me. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much for sharing your credibility today. Mitchell, thank you. I have enjoyed this and you're a wonderful interviewer. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're me super look good. kind. I appreciate that. And, <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us in this episode of Thought Leader Life. Please click the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode. Thank everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about themselves and their credibility and what they do and who they serve. And I'm so looking forward to having this conversation with Noah Koff, who is a coach and founder and owner of Redmond, no, Redwood Portland. I almost got that right. He helps clients make good decisions for their customer acquisition programs with a goal of increased revenue and profit. Noah, welcome. Hey, Mitchell. It's great to be here. Really excited to do this interview together. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Hey, so what's, what's your CPOP? So I help mid-sized companies whose e-commerce sales are flat or in decline, and I help them with sales acceleration. Got it. So mid-sized companies whose sales are flat or in decline, the e-commerce sales are flat or in decline. So tell me, what does that mean? What do you do? So what I do is I help them with a roadmap that gets them from where they are. Uh, typically, um, my target is companies who already have a product in market. It's been validated. They've already reached over a million in sales. And they need help with a roadmap to $10 million or 50 million. And I really uh, ultimately empathize with their um, business and their pain points. And I help them with process and capability building and assembling the right team and resources that can help them impact their goals. So a process, a procedure, I think, I think what I want to hear is I want to hear, tell me what gives you the credibility to do what you do, because I think that'll answer the question that still sort of sits in my mind. Sure. Before founding Redwood, I was the operator of one of the fastest growing businesses in the fitness category in the U.S., which was recognized uh, into the Inc. 5000. 
So that experience, together with many years before that of uh, managing large, uh, complex global uh, product launches for tech companies and companies like Nike, gave me the, um, the, the skills and the experience uh, in order to add um, value for my companies that I work with today. So School of Hard Knocks, uh, working for a Fortune 5000 Inc. I'm sorry, an Inc. 5000 fast-growing company, uh, by definition, crazy. Uh, Nike, uh, many of their projects are crazy. And you have a process, a process procedure that actually, tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, so I've learned that um, the best uh, way to accelerate your sales is to have a method or a framework. And my framework is three phases. It's uh, a discovery phase, a strategy testing phase, and then a scaling phase. And this really helps me to uh, give my clients speed and, and helps them navigate uh, through, through the phases and create impact. Actually, I, I can, it, it, it's very intuitive to me. So I, I love, love that. So you, you, you don't know what you need up front, so you, so you got to discover it. You have no idea if it's going to work, so you got to test out your strategy. And if it works, you got to scale it. Simple. Yeah, exactly. And it, it may sound simple, but it, it really requires a tempo and a discipline. And I work to embed myself into these clients' uh, companies and work collaboratively with their existing team. And then through my own close-knit collective, I add specialist resources where they're needed. And, and together, we, we get stuff done and make, uh, make an impact and, and make a difference. Uh, I'm very hands-on through all the phases and, uh, and love uh, being hands-on and love doing the work. And that's why I continue to do the work. Mm. Uh, and I get to collaborate with super smart, talented people um, in all areas, uh, creative, tech, uh, business analysis, filmmakers. It's yeah. A lot. yeah, I like it. So how do you, this credibility that you have, the things that you've done, how do you share that? How do you get your brand out there? Yeah. So there are three different ways. Uh, I'm a trained journalist, and I have my own thought leader interviews and features that I publish on my website and through LinkedIn. Uh, I also am a mentor for the Built Oregon Accelerator, and I coach founders on their problems and growth plans. And the third thing is I host a local meetup in Portland, the Mastermind e-commerce meetup, and we connect uh, and share expertise and contacts in the community here. And I host that every month. Got it. Oh, I love it. So listen, if you're in a mid-sized company and you've got an e-commerce approach that is stagnant or losing on its way down, uh, you want to reach out to Noah Kauf. Noah, how do people best reach out to you? Yeah, at my website, redwoodportland.com. You can book a call directly right from my homepage. Once again, simple and easy. And I appreciate that. And Noah, thanks for sharing your, your credibility with us today. Thank you, Mitchell. It's a pleasure. 
Oh, you are absolutely welcome. And hey, for everyone joining us, thanks for joining us for this episode. Please feel free to, uh, if you liked it, click the like button, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.